This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Dan Ozzy is on the show tonight to talk about his new book, Sellout. I assume this book is a hard-hitting investigation into allegations that Sid actually uses Aerial Fund on his work documents and not Comic Sans. Shame on you, Sid. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Chuck Blandington exposing the truth. Sidney is a poser. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. This is true, Sid. Sadly, it is. <laughs> well, we are here. Comic Sans champion. We are here. We're already getting new revelations, and uh, we're very excited to have a very special guest on the show. You might, you might have figured it out, uh, but he has a new book. His name is Dan Ozzy, writer, actor, man about town. I don't know if you're an actor, but Dan, welcome. And you're talking about your new book, Sellout. I'm not going to talk about it. That's boring. But <laughs> <laughs> you're here to promote. I guess so. In a, in a subtle way, yeah, I'm here to promote. You're not going to do a reading? It's interesting Which, that, like, you know, you're pretty low-key about it. I didn't really even know you had a book out until about a minute ago. Yeah, I've been pretty <clears throat> I've been pretty subtle about it. Um, you know, I don't like to brag, but I do. You know, I am in the business, the book-selling business, so I got to move these copies. Yeah, you got a publisher's advance you need to recoup. Yeah, so man. you got to work it. The, the full title of the book is called Sellout, the major label feeding frenzy that swept punk, emo, and hardcore 1994 to 2007. Oh, there it is. Right on That's the correct. That's correct, Rob. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Yes. I'm sorry, Rob. I didn't catch that. Can you repeat it? <laughs> Sellout. And the, and the website, Rob. And the website. That, that swept punk, emo, and hardcore 1994 to 2007. More info at sellout.biz. Thank you. Thank you so much. Great. How has it been uh, being a complete and total shill these last few weeks for your book? Uh, really sucks. I hate it. This is a part of the job that I just feel like an elixir salesman. When I just like go to door to door and I'm just like selling my snake oil, you know, but the book is good. So I don't feel too bad about it, but I'm like <clears throat> trying to, you know, just be like, buy my book. I fuck. Yeah. Anyways. I thought Sid would like to know that Jeff Rosenstock endorsed it. He did. My oh, neighbor, my my former neighbor in Brooklyn and current neighbor in Los Angeles, <laughs> Jeff Rosenstock. <clears throat> I just move where he goes. So, uh, yeah, he endorsed it. He said a ringing endorsement. Well, I, I already pre-ordered the book before I knew about that, but maybe I'll order it a second time. Wouldn't hurt now. I would advise everybody to order a second copy just in case something happens to that first one. You yeah. want to have a backup. There's not I, like I a like, warranty. No, I can't. I can't offer you any extended warranty on it. You're right. just going to have to buy the second copy. I think. Right. I'll do it. Not a fan of reading, so I just bought a shirt, bought a sellout shirt. <laughs> hey, man, I'll take the sales wow. too. Selling, you know, I wanted to do so many more stupid things that got kind of like mm, maybe this is too much. Just you know, fanny packs and like money clips and stuff, but. It's like, you know what? Let's see how people react to a t shirt and then maybe we'll do those custom golf tees or whatever I was gonna do. You had the perfect excuse because it's like it's a theme, you know, you're you're making fun of people selling Built out. In, ha yeah. ha, you know. Can't can't make fun of me for I get it. It's a joke. Ha ha. No, but really give me the money. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Buy this golf tee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. 
I just saw Rob uh, a couple of weeks ago in person. That's How was right. that for you? It was great. We hung out. We went to uh, Grill Em All here in Los Angeles, the metal-themed burger restaurant. Mm. Perfect. You remember what it Rob was- ordered? Oh, man. What did Rob order? Everything has a pun name, so I'm sure he got like the high the- on fire. What did you, what did you get? Well... I remember, I mean, I've, I've been to Grilla Mall when it was a food truck, but I haven't been to the... You love saying that. Brick yeah, it's like saying you had the demo of the band. <laughs> he loves, right. he yes. must have said this four times when we went. He loves so, it. So being as though I've been to the Grilla <laughs> well, Mall Rob wants to make truck. sure he's not a sellout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a high on fire when it was just in a dude's house. Yeah. yeah. No big well, deal. well, what's so funny is like Dan recommends me like, hey, you should get the behemoth grilled cheeseburger. Uh, if you really want to go crazy, which is like, first of all, how dare you, Dan, recommend the <laughs> biggest heart attack on the menu. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, that's what I get sometimes when I go. Uh, so this burger is essentially a burger and the buns. Bacon cheeseburger. It's a bacon cheeseburger. And the buns are two grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh sandwiches. God. That's yeah. right. So there's four pieces of bread. Oh. <laughs> I'll do that oh like once a, once a year, maybe, you know, if I'm really. Is it when you're depressed? They're pretty uh, intense. Burgers. No, it's usually for celebratory purposes, Noah. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Let me celebrate finishing my book by trying to kill myself. <laughs> the, the depression comes after eating that burger because it is what just. A- what a weird uh, idea because like when have you ever eaten a burger right like imagine like anytime you've ever eaten a burger imagine if somebody had said hey you all you want a grilled cheese sandwich too and you'd be like <laughs> okay kind of weird i guess but i'll have one sure and then, and then you finish that and somebody's like hey man was that good you want another grilled cheese sandwich like when would that ever happen yeah when you said that i was just picturing you know a grilled cheese sandwich with a burger patty on it which no. to me seems somewhat reasonable. No, 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 but no. But no. this is like a double down. It's like <laughs> a KFC yeah, double down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not shilling out for them, but certainly if they want to send us free gift uh, certificates, yeah. I'll I, take I give them, them I'll sell all out. the. Yeah, it's great. If you like metal, if you like pro wrestling, they had like Japanese pro wrestling tapes on. It was really, yeah. really cool. Good vibes all around. What did and you get, by the way, Rob? I'm forgetting. Uh, let me look up. Let me look up the, the menu now. <laughs> it wasn't that fucking long ago. Yeah, dude. Well, I want to know the specific name of the thing that I got. Did got one like... of you treat the other one? Was this a uh, no? Split but but the bill situation. It, it it was a we doubled we Dutch split it whatever that's called um but it was and i'm not just saying this to goose them up it was you know one of the nicest days that i've had we had a little like uh afternoon burger delight and then we got ice cream and the sunset <laughs> on us it was quite the la day yeah it was actually really really nice i was very Rob, glad i mean that I-, I had such a nice time was Me there too. a montage with like reunited and it feels so good playing in the background <laughs> wouldn't it be nice vibes <laughs> that were given at any point, uh, I'm sure there were high fives. Yeah, uh, I got the Metallica, very boring Swiss wow. avocado, bacon, ranch, lettuce, tomato, red onion. They don't even okay. give it a, a a Metallica song, like a pun in any way. Just Metallica. That's correct. Well, there's so there's some puns. There's jump in the fryer. That's which good. Is waffle buns, cheddar, I fried su- chicken, bacon, maple sriracha. I support that. Winger, aka the Stewart. American lettuce, tomato, pickle, thousand. They have one called 200 stab wounds, pulled pork, corn relish, pepper jack. Sometimes they got specials. You got to look, you got to pay attention. Mm -hmm. 
And the Samoa Joe has cheddar, bacon, fresh pineapple, grilled onion, and barbecue. How'd he get a sandwich? Yeah, he's not metal. They're big wrestling fans. <laughs> wow. That's how it works. Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a metal slash wrestling appreciation burger place in the middle of the weirdest, like most nondescript parking lot in <laughs> it I is, think Alhambra, just just kind of next to a movie theater, very unceremonious. Yeah, it really does not look seedy or and I mean the the inside does because they purposely like you know grunge it up. It's clean, mm-hmm. but you know, it has like the the metal look but like outside it's just a strip mall it's pretty it's yeah. pretty funny Bring but yeah that was band. that was actually a great day and i i uh, ended up uh taking the streets back home after yeah, that from great. the east side <laughs> to the west side rob was like it was funny how quickly rob became a, an la guy because he was just like okay i have to go i have to go get a good spot for the sunset <laughs> I have to yeah. go watch the sunset. Like yeah. a good spot where, like on the beach? What do you mean? Well, I advised, spot? I told you you weren't going to make it back all the way to the west side in time to see it at the beach. I told you to go to Elysian Point, I believe. Yes. And it was actually really cool. Yeah. yeah. So every night I basically made a point to check out the sunset because it was so nice and I was just, just not in a positive main mind frame. And it was the only thing that brightened me up. So uh, Dan recommended the spot and it was actually really, really awesome. I kind of, for a moment thought I was going to get murdered, but then I got there. I found the spot <laughs> and it was fine. Why did you, you can see you elaborate on that? Uh, just cause I kept looping around this mountain and there was like nobody or nothing mm. or no signs, but then eventually I saw some life. And I, was I like, like okay, how, this is fine. if any New Yorker is out of, like reaching distance from people for more than like 10 minutes they're like i'm gonna get murdered yeah Yeah. did you think it would be like a drifter or a mountain lion like who did you think was gonna kill you yeah were you a drifting mountain lion actually yeah (laughs) that is a we do have a problem with those here Uh, i'm carrying a bag on a stick yeah like get a job mountain lion (laughs) i I just got my favorite part of that story was that you you were around no one and felt your life was in danger. And when you stopped feeling in danger was when you saw people. Oh, like, yeah. Well, social like, being. Rob pe- is a social creature. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And also, it's people that I knew I could beat up. It wasn't like people that weren't like, physically <laughs> okay. imposing. It was like, okay, that makes sense. This is fine. This is LA it. people. Did yeah. You those into, could you see into Dodger Stadium from there? Yes. So that was the cool. coolest part is that you said uh, it overlooks Dodger Stadium. And so not only was I enjoying the sunset and getting some lovely views of LA. But I saw a completely empty Dodger Stadium from up top. It felt like I was in the in one of those helicopter cams they have on. on yeah, on you were you were shooting drone footage out there. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. <laughs> Except you were just standing right, and it seemed like you were in a helicopter. Yeah, it seemed like I was floating because of all the weed that I smoked up there and the <laughs> the high elevation. And plus, you would just house the Metallica burger. And I have the Metallica burger. Yeah, yeah I couldn't say shit. Too, I was I couldn't say too long because I had to take it. <laughs> I actually dumped there. No, 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 I didn't. No, I, I, I held it down pretty well, actually. I would say. Congratulations. Because I, I think that I just walking. Yeah, I think I then drove back to Santa Monica, just taking the streets. Maybe mm. take the highway. I want to see the streets of LA. How long did that take? It took about an hour. Yeah. A little over okay. an hour. I stopped for some Carl's Jr. 
No, I didn't. No, that was, that was, <laughs> Carl that was Jr. A different he went night. and got a couple of grilled cheeses to put <laughs> yeah. around it. Carl Addicted Jr., now. Man. I did end up having Carl's Jr. on that trip for the first time, and I was like, this is What'd the worst oh, of dude. all the fast food burgers. When I got out to L.A., I was like really intent on having all the fast food places that we don't have on the East mm-hmm. Coast. That's clearly like my level of culture so i was like yeah in in and out wiener schnitzel like i want all the things that i've heard about in descendant songs and so <laughs> uh i think carl's jr is by far the absolute worst that i've ever had i threw half a burger out i don't think i've ever done that in my entire <laughs> life it but was I so was, bad i have like an iron stomach and i was like i don't feel well mm. this is bad I've got a question. Have you ever eaten White Castle? And what does that do to your iron stomach? I love eating White Castle. Are you kidding? I miss it so much. I haven't had it. When the one in Williamsburg closed, I wanted Mm. to cry. It was a very sad moment. Do you emerge from the other side of White Castle like physically intact? I mean, I don't feel great. (laughs) I don't feel great. When I was 17, my friend and I had a contest to see who could eat more uh, cheeseburgers. Mm -hmm. And I, I won... technically uh in that i ate more burgers but i remember like lying at midnight on my bed on my bathroom floor just like on my back being like uh i don't feel good and i remember my mom came in she was like you're so stupid It's too much onions. It's too many. Yeah, seventeen. It's too many fucking onions. It's wait, you ate your age in White Castle? I never thought of it like that. It's very poetic. It's, you should try to I, duplicate that now. Oh, <laughs> I, bet I, would, age. I bet I'd be way worse. Because when you're 17, you just burn calories. Oh, yeah. You're just a horny little, like, <laughs> calorie You're fucking burning. chicken rings yeah. on the side. Um, I feel like I don't. I bet I wouldn't even be able to do 10 now. Maybe I could do 10, but that would probably be where I cap off. We should yeah. we should all on in our spare time this week see how God. just get like one of them great sacks. The thing, I don't know I don't know where I can get it. And you can get White Castle at the supermarket, but it's not the same. Those yeah, microwavable no, ones, they're bad. They're ice in the middle. They're no good. Yeah. yeah. Mm. They're not mm. good. They haven't perfected the formula yet. The recipe is not good. Are they on Gold Belly? Maybe you could order delivery from a, a, an actual <laughs> restaurant. What's the uh, worst? So, so Carl's Jr. was the worst that you've ever had to, Rob. You, you're ever, yes. I would say it's below Checkers. Ooh, I've gotten sick on Checkers too. The one in uh, downtown Brooklyn. That one. I've made never me had Checkers. Too. Yeah, it's I've very bland. But I would fries. say so. To Darren's point, I think at least the White Castle burgers have a unique flavor to them. Absolutely. Uh, oh, that like delicious. Yeah. So it's like there's something worth it. With Carl's Jr., it's like this is the most boring burger I've ever had. Mm. <laughs> So I was very disappointed. White Castle, the one in Williamsburg, I used to like, uh, like, I feel like I have a real hard limit on parties, especially on like the hip part of Williamsburg. So I used to go there in my 20s and be there. And then like, I'd be at a party and around midnight, I'd be like, I have to fucking go home. I can't deal with this anymore. And so I would hit that White Castle on the way home and I would eat it at 1 a.m. in the dark in my apartment in shame, the way White Castle is meant to be eaten. (laughs) And I would just Cinnabon and White Castle. <laughs> yeah. Just in total shame, in possibly preferably in the darkness of your own making. Uh, that's the way you're supposed to enjoy them. Yeah. I have to that's throw cool. my hat in the ring and say Burger King is the worst nope. uh, fast food. It's reliably. Oh, fine. I don't know. It's fine. I really like the Whopper. 
I'm a big fan of the Whopper. I think the Whopper is the best menu item, but anything I've ever had other than a Whopper, it's just, including, including the Whopper, immediately fucks up my stomach almost identically to how White Castle does. And everything else other than the Whopper does not warrant eating it for the taste factor. I just mm-hmm. think it's just trash. I the used to be into their uh, old school breaded chicken sandwich just because that's it tasted like school cafeteria breaded mm-hmm. chicken yeah, sandwiches. That's what I get. Mm-hmm. They it was still, just like a nostalgia thing. Some of the locations still have it, even though they now have like a knockoff shitty uh, Popeyes yeah. imitation sandwich. Yeah. They still have the long bun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think all of them still have it. It's like one of their signature menu items oh, okay. on, the, might have been, on the value menu. I think it was some real um, hit or miss experiences with uh, Jack in the Box out here. They oh, make a good shake, but that's about it. And Rob, did you when you were here? Did you do In and Out? Yeah, but I mean, that's just I've I've done that a million times. That's yeah, but that was after good old reliable. That's yeah, it's it's, it's it's ranked pretty high on my fast food burger list. I think it's, it's I, always what's good. your what's your top three burgers? Because I've been thinking a lot about this lately. Mm. This fast food only, or no rank rank these three? Okay, rank these three: In and Out, Shake Shack, Five Guys. Which is your best? to worst boy i would do in and out shake shack five guys that would be my ranking what shake. we're completely the opposite yeah, yeah i would do i, I five really guys. like i would do five guys uh shake shack and in and out yeah noah's correct for me Thank it's you. shake shack in and out and then five guys like a distant yeah, yeah I, maybe it's just like i feel like five guys quality has deteriorated so much in the last few mm. years that it, they've really fallen off that's what makes them more not, delicious i have not had it in a while that that's interesting i don't I think, think it turns out is great is it I it's mean, not but in terms of price it's it's a good combo of like and i think it's consistent yeah i like that and, i could put jalapenos on it mm, you get an animal style which sounds i hate ordering that it sounds terrible <laughs> yeah, can I get some fries and you make them fucking animal style? Yeah. Make it for an animal. <laughs> make those animal style. Uh, fat burgers, my favorite yes. West Coast chicken. Oh, really fat burger. Amazing. I was I having like been- a really bad night a couple, like right before the pandemic, I was having a shitty night and I like walked to fat burger and I got just like everything. I got like the big cheeseburger, the big cheese fries, the shake. It was like $30 or something. And oh I was like, God. I was like, you know, I think, I think I'm actually trying to kill myself. Like, I think this is a slow form of suicide that I'm doing here. Mm-hmm. Do you get like a free sweatshirt or something when you purchase that much? At Fat <laughs> they, they wheel you out for free. <laughs> free gurney. Yeah. Fat burger. You could get, you could put some calories on in fat burger for sure. It's great. And they, it, what I really like is the inside of the, the establishment they have it's like a themed yeah sort of like uh it's really like a like a like like an ice cube movie or something it's just a it's a great like an early 90s hip-hop sort of sort of um yeah. motif that they have in there it's fun it's like really nostalgic you know what i had for the first time last night in like maybe years a pizza hut stuffed crust pizza <laughs> any good yeah, it was pretty good. I just had the last slice for lunch today, but it was it was good. I mean, like Pizza Hut's pretty much been Pizza Hut since I was a kid. 
they you remember don't... their their breadsticks and the sauce they give yeah, you? Yeah. Oh well, it? I got those too, of course. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But no, it's been the same since I was a kid. Unlike Domino's, who I feel like every like eight months, Domino's is like, we're changing our formula. Yeah. <laughs> we have a new recipe. It's like it's fucking pizza. How is it taking? You've been around for like thirty years. How is it fucking taking you this long to figure pizza out? But they're right to do it because it sucks. I mean, they keep <laughs> they're trying. trying. They're keep trying. But at what point are they going to be like, okay, we can't do it. <laughs> We've tried to make a good pizza for the price it costs us, and we just can't. Just this is the best we can do. I'll accept that if they just said that. We're gonna sell auto parts now. Domino's <laughs> auto parts. Give up. I had Pizza Hut recently. Uh, a friend got it, and I, I took a slice, and. Uh, instant acid reflux the tomato yeah. sauce just which is in, instantly had like the gurgling and the breadsticks it blew my mind now you say they didn't change the formula to me is it that they didn't change the formula or my palate is just way more refined from when i was a kid because it's just like i used to love those breadsticks like they were just i would eat them like did you get the cheesy breadsticks or the regular bread <laughs> the regular the regular mm-hmm. that's what i regular. got too they were they were they just felt almost stale Mm. It's like, yeah, they, didn't blow, they definitely did not blow me away last night. I'll say that. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> I've never had a stuffed crust of any kind on any pizza Domino, mm-hmm. on Domino's Pizza Hut. Anything. Never had stuffed crust. Interesting. Just seems like too much. Just seems like too much of a good thing at that point. Put it on top. Yeah. Take it out and put it on top. I think I think stuffed crust is genius. But then I do you remember the commercials that tell you oh, you should eat it backwards. Remember those from the 90s? Yes. And I just don't like being told how to fucking eat my pizza. I just won't be, my, I own some commercial jerk telling me how to eat my pizza. But is that, but now I don't know if that's the right way to do it. I don't know. I just ate it straight up regular, like a regular slice. The old well, treat time. at the end. Yeah, exactly. A little treat. You can dunk it in the marinara if you want. It's a little treat. You can't dunk like a side of a pizza that doesn't work. You got to, you got to fold it, you know, you got to fold it. That's what also what I was going to say. Like, it seems impractical. You have to sort of hold it like an out of towner. Yeah. Like in your palm of your hand and eat it this way rather than like a New Yorker and folding it. Then you you clearly can't eat the the back first, right? Yeah. You got to do it like, yeah, you got to do it triangle style. Do you guys Mm. remember where the Pizza Hut in I want to say either in Brooklyn or Queens was. There's one in the junction. Well, there there are some in Brooklyn. There's one. No, on- no, no. There was like oh, a yeah. like a full on restaurant because I just remember going there as a kid. Like we thought that Pizza Hut was like a like a high end pizzeria in the nineties <laughs> because oh, no. we were immigrants, you know. And I just remember like we would take like a whole family. Wait, hold trip on, there. it's not a high end pizza <laughs> restaurant. I'm Outside just learning this now. I, I'm just they- like I just had a flashback. I think it was next to the Sizzler. Where was this? Was that on Flatbush? Well, there was yeah, a Sizzler on Emmons. The one by Red Lobster on the, on the, what do you, like in the South? Highway? Yeah. Then there was also a Sizzler in Queens. No, there was sure. a, a, a giant Taco Bell right near Brooklyn College. I don't know if that's what you're thinking of. No, I remember Among we used to go one. in Brooklyn College to the, like it was Taco Bell. I meant Pizza um, Hut. Pizza Hut. It was, and that and local, like there was the barbecue pit. Yeah, the barbecue pit. Mm-hmm. I just remember as a kid are going to Pizza still, Hut restaurant. Are there still Pizza Hut dine-in restaurants anywhere? Yeah, but they're usually um, absorbed into KFC. Like they sell both, and they have. So there's no, area. there's no more sit-down Pizza Hut restaurant. I haven't seen one in ages. Remember those red cups? 
Oh, do you mean the plastic one? Yeah, I fucking flip out every time I see those. There's something about that that's just mm-hmm. perfectly chemically engineered. It holds make. the ice exactly at the temperature it's supposed to be. So Wait, good. what is I, this? I don't. I'm not aware of this. They, oh, just they had red cups for beverages. That's <laughs> oh. pretty much all Darren and I are talking. About. I saw <laughs> that. I saw those cups in a, in like a 99 cent store once, and I bought two of them. And mm-hmm. I was so excited. I was giddy, and I got it home. It didn't have the same chemical properties. It's it something about work. it being washed hundreds of times. <laughs> <laughs> Probably right. And remember they have the the this is what you guys brought me on for, I know. <laughs> <laughs> remember they had like the like the buffet too. The Taco Bell? I mean no, uh, pizza. pizza. Yes, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. yes. I don't remember. What, what what was in the buffet? Uh well, what was the buffet's deal? Was it only before a certain time? Because I remember my friends and I used to go there early, or maybe it was just I don't remember. But they had like a lunch buffet where you could just go up and grab. It was like salads of pizza. They had salad. They had a salad bar. But like, mm. I think before a certain time, they had just like a pizza buffet, too. I don't remember this at all. Yeah. I they could remember- never do that now. Too many germs. But and also <laughs> pizza doesn't exist anymore. But well, besides, I, all those reasons. There's a Chinese buffet that's right down right near me that is open and thriving. Every time I walk by there, there's like 50 people inside. Yeah, I feel that they've kind of loosened the buffet stuff because even at Whole Foods now, the buffet, the like salad bar is completely open. Whereas before, for the longest time, they didn't even have it. They're like, no, we don't care. Go for it. Go nuts. What I want to do so bad. I want to go to a Chinese buffet and load it up with like shitty lo mein up to like a foot (laughs) high. And then on the top, just a little slice of soggy little pizza just on the top. And I don't know why. (laughs) Why do they even bother with that shit there? Because you, you go with a, a, a party for of the like kids. eight people. Yeah, yeah. One of them just won't eat anything but pizza. Yeah. I used to be jealous for one dessert. That on Emmons Avenue. You just mentioned Emmons Avenue that they had crab legs and one set of tongs. And the people would like when the crab legs would run out, eight people would just swarm the empty crab legs tin and fight over the tongs. And like, wait for the crab legs to be brought out in the next tin. And why do you like, need? Why would you need tongs to grab crab legs? They're already like basically packaged. I think they the, kind of look like tongs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the management uh, I think hassled people not to touch the crab legs without the tongs uh, for whatever reason. Maybe not because so much that you're going to poison yourself, but rather you're spreading your germs to the crab legs, and then the next person takes it, and then they get whatever you had on your hands. But you're still all touching the tongs. I guess. I'm trying to come up with a reasonable <laughs> answer. I'm now imagining a scenario where like a Kevin James type character, like a sitcom kind of CBS guy where it's like, oh, I'm never going to let this happen again. And then they just bring their own tongs. Yeah, that was my solution. We never <laughs> went back. Pay. But I, yeah, I told Jennifer. You know, it's like, bring, hey, if you're, bring yeah. a set of tongs and just stand yeah. there. <laughs> if you're going and you know you want these crab legs, because look, I get it. Crab legs are not cheap, and especially at an all-you-can-eat buffet, that's like the caviar of the buffet. Come prepared. Bring your own tongs. But then they're going to think that you're stealing their tongs when you take the tongs back to your table. It's going to be a whole hassle. Let them keep them. Let them keep them. Maybe then (laughs) then everything will move a little faster if there's two pairs of tongs. Maybe that's how they ended up with only one pair of tongs. Too many people started taking them home. (laughs) 
I think is some of it was a little performative on the part of the restaurant too. Like they just wanted to make the mm. crab legs seem like a big deal. So they did all this unnecessary authoritarian, <laughs> like it's a velvet rope. Yeah. Yeah. They just one tongue. Don't touch the fucking crab legs. Use the tongs. And they kind of, it's just the fact that they had it, it makes it seem more important than it is. You know? Yeah. Also, I bet there were probably small crab legs and I feel like crab legs in general, it's so much work. The so work, much work to reward ratio not, is very low. Yeah. Like so it. I don't know. Can I tell you the best the best uh, buffet I ever found myself at was this is uh, I, I don't know if I want to get into the whole backstory, but through some weird uh, situations, I went to a Yankees game and I had mm. Lorne Michaels's tickets. I'm not oh. joking when I say it was row one, seat one. Right. God and damn. I I don't know if you know this, but behind home plate for like the box seat holders there is a huge buffet restaurant back there. we've done it oh you've done it yeah. noah's friend hooked us up oh isn't it the best and, yes and i brought rob lobster legs from there yeah yeah so the for podcast. those who, who have not who've not been privileged enough to get back there i've only been mm-hmm. once they have experience? like burgers and dogs and stuff yeah but then they have like crab legs and lobster tails and steak lobster and tails. sushi Mm-hmm. They and have the like, most in- insane shellfish spread I've ever seen. It was any type of shellfish, all, yeah. like like a table of ice, right? And then just like crab legs on top of it. Wow, it's so fucking good. I didn't want to go to the game. It was like the third yeah. inning, and I was still. We did, we watched. Like, we want-? watched maybe five minutes of the game. But <laughs> then I went out to the game, and the guy was like, "Hey, do you can I get you something? A hot dog or something, maybe?" And I was like, "Is that free too?" And they're like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Oh yes, fucking yes, dude! Give me a hot dog." <laughs> there was that little room. You like go down the stairs, and like in the stairs, like where the seats are. There was a room with hot dogs and like candy snacks, and stuff, candy. Like cracker jack. Oh, dude, that was so good. I get it. I just I imagine gotta... how much how much of that food do they go through if they do this every fucking game? Right. Know? They like... must throw out so much. Well, I mean, it's a hot dog, so it could last yeah, through like a nu- nuclear stuff. times. Yeah, like all the all the fish, I mean, and and like the the steaks. Steaks. If, the, if I ever them? get to go back there, I'm bringing an entire backpack with clothes in it because I'm not leaving. I'm going to go. You're going to bring like the, the, the Squatch Simpson trench coat from the gummy convention. <laughs> yeah. just... I'm not joking when I say that, like, it was the fastest a baseball game has ever gone for me because I was just eating the whole time and I was the last person in the whole stadium and the person was like hey sorry to bother you but we are clearing out now and i was like all right <laughs> but like i'm i'm gonna find a place to just like sleep for the night wake up for the next game tomorrow <laughs> just sort of camp out there easily the best baseball game i've ever been to in that i barely watched any baseball and just ate a bunch mm-hmm. of food yeah was darren with us i don't think nope. so I, I feel like Darren was too principled to sell himself yeah. out oh, to well, go to I, a Yankees game. I would go, I've been to Yankees games, no. many Yankees games before. Then why wouldn't you? I would support any team for that. For free food, food yeah. I would support the fucking Auschwitz, <laughs> Auschwitz Hitlers if that was a team. <laughs> Speaking of which, I remember that night there was a big buzz in the dining room because apparently Trump Jr. was in, the, in attendance. Oh, no. We didn't see him, though, but we heard murmurings. This was you know, pre like his dad being president, I think. Yeah, well, this is way before 2015. He just wanted to go to a place where he 
there, he wouldn't even be in the top 45,000 biggest assholes. In the building. <laughs> yeah. For and free, free lobster. Also. <laughs> didn't he didn't have his own tier of free lobster, like being a VIP. Well, who just, knows, Dan, maybe if you sell enough books, you can have the same experience at Dodger stadium. Oh yeah. Maybe you could sit next to Mary Hart. In the front My row. friends went to the Hella Mega tour a couple weeks ago and they had like a box up and asked me if I wanted to go and I had something to do and I was bummed because I'd already seen that tour, but it would have been cool to get free hot dogs while yeah. watching music. Do you guys, oh, I wanted to ask you guys if you think I should do this. I just got asked if I want to cover uh, the Danzig Sings Elvis on Halloween here i should probably you yeah right of course i would say you should because it's it's more than likely going to be a train wreck well didn't you tell me that his set at uh psycho whatever was actually really good yes it was very very good i was pleasantly surprised he his voice was on point he was in a good mood but he was singing Danzig songs. Yeah, I was going to say, you think, <laughs> you think this will not translate? I, well? He had that EP that he put out. And I, I, I like I, the I, Elvis album, the Danzig things. I thought it was cool. I don't know. I was a little disappointed with it. But if that's yeah. the case, I, but I definitely think you should go because either way, if it's great, it'll be something to talk about. And if it's right. not great, it's definitely something to talk about. Yeah, maybe I will. Okay, I'll, I'm going to respond to that, that I'm going to do that. Yeah, Do it right I, now. I, I like that <laughs> that Danzig sings Elvis album. I but I also have like horrible brain damage. And so I don't know <laughs> what's good or bad anymore. But I can like, listen to it. And now that it's Halloween again, I think I'm gonna add it to my rotation again for October. Will there be a screening of his new movie too? Or no? Oh, dude, I can't wait. I was just looking that up. That's gotta be the worst. <laughs> I'm sure I talked about Veronica the last time. Oh, yeah, we, we've watched it. I can't fucking wait for that new movie. It's going to be so bad. Like Isn't in a good soon? way, though. I think so. It's got to be. If they're missing an, uh, like a Halloween release for the, this movie, yeah, they right? fucked yeah, up Yeah, no, so I, bad. Think, I think it's already it's in theaters. So, it yeah, called? it should like, be. Uh, damn, hold on. I got it on my watch list. I'll, Danzig's I'll Western... Horror vampire special. vampire western yeah a rider in the house of death rider in the house of vampires <laughs> oh great uh the one thing that a friend of mine uh went and saw the premiere here in new york uh, a few weeks ago was it doyle no uh doyle is not my friend sadly <laughs> uh but uh what they said was that like at least this one was like a movie whereas the last one just <laughs> just in terms of weird, aesthetic yeah. was not a movie like it was like barely was a yet. student film yeah this is at least a competent piece of filmmaking yeah you know what, so, I, you know what I was thinking is probably like now that I've had some time to reflect on Veronica I think my favorite <laughs> part of it is the fact that like one of the vignettes maybe that middle one he like insisted on being set in Paris, which didn't like have anything like it would never came up. It was not important that it was in Paris, but it was just great that he said it there because then all of like the stripper actresses that 
were in the movie have to be like, oh, I am a French. You know, just like the worst, <laughs> the worst French accent you've ever heard. So like, <laughs> you could have just easily made that in Los Angeles or whatever. But he's like, no, it's important that it's in Paris. He wanted to show his range. <laughs> I am so sad that I am out of baguettes. It is terrible. <laughs> yeah, they're just carrying around baguettes and have like berets on and stuff. It's just, and like the, the actresses can just so barely act. And then to ask them to do an accent on top of it is just a stroke of de- genius that only could have come out of the brain of Glenn Danzig. God bless him. It's true. I think there's like maybe a 15 to 20% chance that this movie could be like unironically good. And an eighty percent chance that it'll be like ironically enjoyable and good. Mm. Am I remembering I, this correctly? Is Danny Trejo in this movie? Yeah, I think there's a few legit actors, right? Like there's Devin Sawa is in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Did He's any, the lead. Yeah. Jesus. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm seeing it. He's got my twenty bucks, so. <laughs> It certainly looks weird and interesting. Like if Danzig wasn't involved and if Danzig hadn't made a horrifically bad movie like a couple of years ago, I would say this looks interesting. It could be horrible, but it looks like it's caught my interest. It's just the thing. I think I'm prejudicing it by the fact that Danzig is the creative force behind it. Yeah, I I agree. I I came out of Erotica being like he the person who made this has some sort of brain damage like a normal a normal <laughs> yes. functioning brain wouldn't look at that finished result and be like yep that's how i saw it in my head like there's something yeah. like off about the person who made that or just like yep i'm done here there's nothing that could yeah. possibly be no done notes. to improve this mm-hmm. <laughs> nailed it like yeah do you think like maybe with this movie do you think there will be like a studio person mercifully telling him like hey danzig no he doesn't no. listen right. to those kind of stuffed shirts it's he being put out by uh, his record label, basically. So Cleopatra, just, right? Yeah, Cleopatra Entertainment. So they're just doing whatever. That was the other thing that was so funny about it was that like he's built his whole career. I mean, his entire fucking band was like an homage to horror movies. He's like horror movie lover number one, and he makes his. He got his whole. What is he? 62, 61? He's got his whole life to make his first horror movie, and that was it. Like, I really feel like if this first one wasn't good, I really don't think he's going to nail this second one. He had his whole life to make <laughs> yeah. Veronica, and that's what came out. It just the, the film started rolling, and he's just like, no, I, I think I want to make a, a film about France. I changed my mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excited. Do you think this well, one will have any women with uh, eyeballs on their nipples? Do you think he'll continue know. that? That never got explained either. No, they never no. explained why that was. You should just know. A good movie. <laughs> My well, favorite part is what I hope I'm not confusing the movies, but was that the one where they're tra- the cops are trying to break into someone's apartment and they have a battering ram? And the door is clearly made of like oak tag cardboard and just collapses yes. immediately. Yes. yes. <laughs> that was my number one favorite moment of that. Part I remember most was when the guy who's in the spider suit, I think, like crouches down and you can see that the crotch of it is unbuttoned. Like they built in like a bathroom, a bathroom slot for him and it was not buttoned. <laughs> 
We should do another Patreon episode and have Dan watch it with us this time. Oh my god! I would love to. I, I, I would love. Whole, yeah, a, I want to watch that new movie for charity or something. You know, <laughs> we got to do like a Twitch stream of it for charity. Yeah. <laughs> do the new one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's talk about semi-metal news. Oh. Metal and educational news. It's a we combo. just talked about Grill Em All. What are you talking about? That was entirely metal combo. You're right. I mean, look, not that we have some sort of uh, quota here, but this story <laughs> is just pretty hilarious. A principal is under fire for being an Iron Maiden fan. <gasps> you guys hear about this? No. You guys hear about this? No. So this principal went to a Maiden show and she shared a photo on her principal Instagram account here, let, let me show you the photo. And uh, and students are pissed. The students, I mean, not, are students pissed? Uh, not the students, the parents are pissed. So here's the photo. Uh, it's basically her tailgating at an Iron Maiden show. She's given the horns. She's in full Iron Maiden regalia. There's a Iron Maiden license plate. There's Eddie toys. There's an Iron Maiden flag typical iron maiden fan right and so uh the uh the te- the parents launched a petition that had like 500 signatures to get her removed and then oh. students launched a counter petition which had like <laughs> 25,000 signatures to get her to stay mm-hmm. but here's the complaint as concerned parents with impressionable children at Eden High School in St. Catharines, Ontario, we are deeply disturbed that the principal assigned to the school blatantly showed satanic symbols and her allegiance to satanic practices on her public social media platforms where all students could see them. Our school is based on inclusion and openly displaying satanic symbols on a public social media platform that directly goes against the principles of the vast majority of families who are represented in the school is not inclusive. What? As, <laughs> if you, if as, you're listening on audio, by the way, Rob was clutching his décolletage during that whole thing. Yeah. To add to the performance. As parents, we are demanding her transfer to another school. Please replace her with another principal who aligns with the values of the families at Eden and will not sabotage the teaching or upholding of those values and will not try to introduce impressionable students to satanic practices or symbolism. That's a run on sentence i love how canadian they are and that they don't even want her fired they just want her <laughs> transfer over, they, over. it's so nice they don't want her to lose her job yeah just transfer like to a more satanic school <laughs> iron maiden is like the most innocuous metal band yeah you could go to grill them all and get the iron maiden burger like <laughs> yeah they're like well, so yeah. friendly i guess to normies it's like they have a song called 666 number of the beast so it's mm-hmm. it's not that friendly also i love that they're talking about inclusiveness yeah i guess satanists aren't included in, <laughs> in the inclusiveness uh and also though it's just like come on how how dumb are you satanists don't believe in satan you know it's the christians who believe in satan don't be stupid it's well, metaphorical Rob, you have the energy for this. Nothing. Like, I can't believe. I can't believe it's 2021, and this is like right. 
Like people, yeah, like there are people that actually believe like this woman is a Satanist and she will convert their children to be Satanists. Like, don't you have worse things to worry about? I also, I bet if if you know what, play. Sorry. Well, I was just gonna say, you know what it is. It's because she's she's a girl boss, and (laughs) they don't like her in a position of power. I could see it. Also, how how many high school students do you think follow their principal on social media? Like none of these kids even saw this picture. Yeah, it's other parents. You're saying they Barbara Streisand affected this into uh, like a story. They drew the kids' attention to it because mm-hmm. it blew up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, look at how many, how much the counter petition got. It's Principal, not Principala. Okay, <laughs> what? that's what they're saying. I don't but, know. Rob, I think you found the Rosetta Stone for a convincing uh, religious uh, nuts to be more normal and just it's just shut up, stop being stupid. I think you. Should put that into a bumper sticker. It might work. <laughs> How, you know, well, hey, hey, Christian, shut up. Stop being stupid. <laughs> That's some new metal injection merch right there. I yeah, when, and when he says bumper, he means your third butt cheek. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. It's already its own sticker. <laughs> Do you still have it, Rob? Yeah, I'm actually going to have a procedure in the next few months to have the blood sucked out of my Third but again, two, again, yeah. I went and I got it checked out. Uh, for non long time listeners, about seven, eight years ago, <laughs> I was drunk walking down some strange steps. I slipped, fell <laughs> directly on my butt cheek, and grew a third butt cheek out of it. <laughs> a big, a big bruise developed and never really receded. Uh, and it turns out there's a bunch of blood there, and uh, I uh, I went and I got it. I got it drained and uh, uh, <laughs> are you okay? I got it drained and then like it didn't like a few months ago, I was like, huh, it looks like it's basically the same size as it was before I got it drained. Sure enough, it was. <laughs> mm. So now I'm going to get it drained again. And then the doctor said uh, that like uh, he's going to try to patch it up so that more blood doesn't <laughs> You're going to hire one of Danzig's cowboy vampires to suck the blood out this time? (laughs) You know, I just watched the movie Malignant. And do you think you have like an evil twin who lives in your butt who tells you (laughs) kind of like command? Oh, shit. Spoiler alert for that. Sorry. (laughs) It wasn't in the butt in the movie, but in Rob's movie. I mean, that would make sense. Yeah. (laughs) Just commanding you what to do from your butt. (laughs) Eat more shrimp. Can we do a farewell show for your butt cheek? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Sure. Whatever they drain out of there, you need to be able to take it home, and we could give that away to a lucky (laughs) listener. That's a Patreon. In a jar, a mason jar. Answer three live cast questions and get the drained pus and goo out of my butt cheek. Oh my god! There'll probably be some hairs in it. Maybe a tooth. (laughs) <laughs> that's like when um uh sometimes like there's twins that develop in the womb and one uh-huh. gets absorbed into the other and there's just a, a tooth in their heart or something mm-hmm. that's what Bob, you gotta home. weigh yourself before and after yeah <laughs> yeah that's a good point and, and do the circumference of my <laughs> my butt 
And don't eat 17 White Castles in between the two measurements. <laughs> well, uh, let's not tell him how to live his life. He's a big boy. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to fix my butt up pretty soon. I'm pretty excited about that. Awesome. I, just, I also got health insurance because of how, which is like, look at me. I have health insurance now, everyone. <laughs> how long did you go without health insurance? uh 16 17 years <laughs> oh no the 12 years i would say i haven't had it so i figured that's enough saving up to like now get just destroyed monthly with the the fees right if you spread the cost out you really paid about 50 dollars a month yeah right Over exactly if i <laughs> include the seven the 15 or whatever years that i haven't been paying it's cheap it's so cheap i mean you didn't have it then <laughs> Right, but it's yeah, nothing happened. <laughs> True. So, toy toy. Uh, in other uh, music news, uh, Smash Mouth singer has announced that he is retiring. Oh my god, Dan, how are you dealing with this crazy news? <laughs> well, I didn't click past the headline, but I saw it was retiring after a bad show in new york or something like what was yes. the impetus yeah so he had a drunken meltdown on stage he did yeah mm. the world well, rolled him the years well, are coming <laughs> and they don't stop coming so if you're gonna retire i'd say do it now <laughs> yeah so it turns out he has a heart condition which was diagnosed about eight years ago uh and i guess uh it can get worse with severe alcohol use. And guess what he does when he's on the road? Mm -hmm. <laughs> he does a little drinking. White Castles. Uh, oh. <laughs> so I guess that he's too. retiring now because uh, he can't. He, it's just the best for his health to not be on the road. So it was between pretty playing in Smash Mouth or drinking. And he said, <laughs> I won't give up drinking. <laughs> <laughs> you should just do like a Las Vegas residency. That way, it's not touring. And you just live in Las Vegas. And then oh, yeah. Nobody drink drinks in Las Vegas. So that's a very good point. <laughs> I'm just trying to pitch be. ideas that will kill this man. <laughs> no alcohol in that city. <laughs> I, I don't like have a. I'm not going to sit here and defend the Smash Mouth guy or whatever. But in fairness, remember when, remember when DJ Khaled, uh, that story about him was like, he said in an interview, like he doesn't go down on his wife yes. or something like that. And Smash Mouth jumped up and was just like, any anyone who doesn't is not a king at all. And I was like, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Smash Mouth is pro eating pussy. And I respect that. My, my favorite part of that story is just the guy's name is just Smash Mouth now. What like, is, fuck, I don't know. Yeah. Do you know us? <laughs> Did they even no. mention it in that article? No, that's it. I'm on board with that 100%. Just call him Smash K Mouth or whatever. Maybe it's the opposite. It's Mouth Smash. Mm. Okay, I'll go with that too. Better than knowing his real name. Yeah, which I won't do. So now he's going to retire to spend more time eating pussy, and I and, <laughs> and I respect it. He's, he's probably he's getting those, uh, those Shrek residual checks. So good for him. Yeah. Well, before we go on, I want to take a quick moment to talk about Slipknot. Of course, one of the most thrilling and visceral musical collectives on the planet. And they're out on the road right now with the Knot Fest Roadshow. You can see them 
as well as Kill Switch Engage, Fever 333, and Code Orange. There's still a ton of dates all over the country. And, you know, it's been a while since shows have been back. And Slipknot seems like a great way to to break the seal of your show, not going to show thing. <laughs> and you're not going to get to see Smash Mouth. So there you, you go. go somewhere. Uh, you can get tickets, tour dates, and all the information at notfestroadshow.com. Good stuff. And uh, yeah, now that the Smash Mouth is uh, off the table, we have a big live music gap that needs to be filled. Who's going to step up to <laughs> fill that gap? Queen reunion? The, I don't know. I, I don't know that the live music industry can survive losing Smash Mouth. Bring back Marcy oh. Playground. This is it. This is the end of live music as we know it. Go see that Slipknot tour because now that Smash Mouth is not funding the uh, live music industry, I don't know. <laughs> I feel what, like Third Eye Blind like... has to step up now. Oh, dude, that guy. <laughs> I don't know somebody who is more constantly on the edge of being canceled than that <laughs> fucking guy. Like, when is that guy? He sucks. He sucks so bad. Nobody likes him. I've heard the worst things about him. What is anything you care to share on the show? Yeah, I'm out of the loop on. Oh, I don't know. He just he's just a I've just heard like difficult to work with pompous prick. Uh, I have a female friend who will not be in the same room with him. Oh, which I think says a lot. He's just a creep. Do you remember? Did you follow like the Jimmy World saga? No, uh, Jimmy World, very nice Southwestern guys, like really don't have a bad thing to say about anybody. And I remember actually when I interviewed them for my book, <coughs> I went out to Irvine and they were just kind of like, damn, like they were opening for Third Eye Blind and they were kind of like, the mood was not like great in there. And I was like, huh, I wonder what that's about. And it was the last day of the tour. And the next day, their drummer tweeted, like, Stephen Jenkins is such a creepy fucking douchebag. I had to get that off my chest. Like, just ragging on him. That dude, yeah. No no bueno for that guy. Huh. Oh, actually, that dude, Rob Harvilla, did a whole podcast about this one time. And he spent the whole, like, first five minutes just reading quotes that were said about him. Like, negative things said about <laughs> him. Um, that's great. Just the like Eve Six guy record is shot on him a bunch shitty. too. What the guy from Eve Six uh, shot on him a bunch on his Twitter too because they would tour a bunch. Mm-hmm. He didn't have very nice things to say. Yeah, about nobody him, so. does. Good to know. Well, in, in other pop news, Megan Trainer <laughs> revealed something maybe we didn't really need to know. Her and her husband. Why did I sound like uh, Kermit the Frog there? Her and her husband. Hey, <laughs> trainer here. Do the rest of the uh, Yeah. Her and her husband uh, basically announced that they have side-by-side toilets. Their toilet, they sit there toilets side-by-side and they said that they uh, once pooped uh, looking at each other. Just once? You build those toilets and you only use them once? No, I think it was twice. So it was number two. No, they, they did number two twice, but they yeah. pee with each other a lot. And That's she said she's SNL also joke. in there a lot when she's pooping, but he is. Oh, yeah, here we go. He's in there with her. She says, we pooped once together and we laughed and said never again. But he will hang out with me if I'm pooping because we're soulmates and I legit mm. miss him when I'm away from him. And we pee together, obviously. Yeah. 
Some people just have too much fucking money. This is a story that just underlines <laughs> capitalist excess. Like, what's the? You, you not only did you build two toilets. Have two toilets. Now I don't I'm think thinking that's about it though, wasn't it? Excess. Wasn't that an S, like a yeah. '90s SNL? Like so it was Phil the Hartman love toilet. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the, Victoria Jackson, attached, right? yeah. I think. Yeah, and maybe Kevin. Nealon. Like you, hold, like they faced each. They kind of were like side by side, but facing each yep. other. One hundred percent. Hold hands yet. <laughs> I'm amazed it took this long for it to become a, a real thing. Isn't there also like a car on SNL that you could fuck? Like there was oh, a commercial for like, you love your automobile. You spend all your time driving with it. But what if you could make love to it? <laughs> and it was like the back you could just like fuck. I remember like, the kids in the hall did a sketch like that mm, on their one of their reunion tours. But I think there might also be an SNL sketch. Is that what that movie car. said? Titan is about that horror movie that's out now. I don't know. It's about fucking the car. Whoa. <laughs> I know. Kind of what Christine was about, although yeah, pretty more much. implied. Look, the concept of fucking a car is the tale as old as the automobile industry itself. <laughs> Henry Ford <laughs> <laughs> one day dreamed that people would fuck their automobile. Pervert. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, for me, I, I don't think it's weird that they pee together. The whole thing, though, of like pooping and having the other person there while you poop, that just, I don't nothing turns me off more than smelling someone else's shit. Yeah. Couldn't so agree more. That would, that would be such a just total mood killer. Like, I don't, I'm not saying this person can't shit. Obviously, everyone has to shit, but I don't need to smell it. But that's I just smell my couple, my you know, significant others poop. Maybe that's the litmus test for for knowing they're the one for you. If you can just plow through being in a room while they take a dump. I don't know. I think though, if they wanted this story out of the news cycle, they should send a thank you bouquet of flowers to Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly (laughs) for being the creep couple of the week because. Oh my god. everything that i've seen about that gq story just topples the toilet thing like that would be like not even mentioned in it what were some highlights yeah like what's the thing about the g like besides the photos oh well it's just like hold on if you'll if you'll provide me i know they like tattooed each other or something Uh, i feel like that would be like there was one thing where when they met i think he kind of he kind of negged her like he kind of was like he said something real negative about her and or, or like ingratiating about himself, and that was his line. And then she fell Is in love with him, or something trending? like that. Machine, yeah, the British. It was in British GQ. Let's see. This is a quote from Megan Fox. I just remember this tall, blonde, ghostly creature. And I looked up and I was like, you smell like weed. He looked down at me and he was like, I am weed. Then I, <laughs> then I swear to God, he disappeared like a ninja in a smoke bomb. And that made me love him. (laughs) And then here's a quote from Machine Gun Kelly. Even our first kiss, she wouldn't kiss me. We just put our lips right in front of each other and breathe each other's breath. And then she just left. This is this is just like two people having weird encounters, and then the other one just walks away from it. Just like two ADHD brained idiots. (laughs) She smelled his breath and walked out of the room. We had grill them all. Oh no. (laughs) <laughs> have you ever used that line on anyone rob i am weed i am i am I, the one who weeds <laughs> i guess i haven't yet i gotta work on that 
think well, about it. Well, now you can't. It's all over the news. You gotta yeah, wait now it's like, years. what are you, Machine Gun Kelly? It's like, oh, damn it. <laughs> I lay low a little bit. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be the first one to say, yeah, they're, they're two dummy idiots, but everybody deserves love. So I say good for them. Right. And oh, I think not, they're so hot. And they're not infecting two it. other people either with their brand of weirdness. See, but I don't think that I'm looking at the pictures, Noah, now and not to not to, you know, debate you on this. But I don't think that they're hot because they just look like not human people. That's, that's what I always <laughs> say about Megan Ke- uh, Fox. Megan well, well it could be Megan Kelly. Like she, she looks like whoa, a space if they alien. Get married, she she's going to have the same name as the woman. From <gasps> that's Fox true. News. Didn't wow. think of that. The wait, is that his actual name? Is his last <laughs> no, it's, name it's, actually it's Kelly? really Machine Gun. Yeah, his name is Machine. <laughs> machine Gun Herskowitz. Megan uh, Colson Baker is his last. Now we're name. looking this at them is... together. All right. See, Here's like the they photos. don't look like I'm like afraid of the spawn that they would produce. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, like I don't know. He already it's... has two kids with Brian Austin Green. Oh, he does. She... Oh, she does. She used to be married does, to Brian Austin yeah. Green. Which would make I, I didn't realize they have kids. I don't know, man. I think she just she just looks like a very beautiful woman. I think he looks like I think he looks like a weirdo. Well, yeah, the way I, they've I, got him dressed, his head looks too small for his body. It's very creepy. Also, he's just like constantly looking like he just discovered space. Yeah, <laughs> like look at that look. They're just like he, he looks is like. It, why is it is really fun. weird. It does seem like like she's like more mature than him. If that's well, the she's, she's got to be than older, him. right? Yeah, she's a few years Fox older. Fox has than been him. like an it. She's been like around since I was like a. He's in no, his early thirties. He's not that young, and she's like mid. Oh, really? Yeah, is that it? Yeah, really. She was did Transformers. That had to be like like twenty years ago, almost. Yeah, two thousand seven, right? Oh, I thought it was 35 that, and 35. he is. Oh, 31. OK, four years. That's not so bad. Yeah, that's not bad. But they both look ageless. Right. Like, I wouldn't think she's 35, but I also wouldn't think she's much older than that. The, also, in some of these pictures, they look like they could be brother and sister. I could yeah, really that's, there's a weird incestuous element to it for yeah. sure. They should get one of those 23 and me things. Done or whatever. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I will say, though, like a lot of times I see these celebrity couples and I think that this is just really engineered to mm. get clicks. Mm. And I, I think they're genuinely deeply in love with each other. So because who else would they date? <laughs> they seem like, like a good couple. That's my that's me being generous. I just feel like. Uh, they're like the modern Marilyn Manson and Rose McGowan. Mm. We see how well that turned out. Years, we can expect yeah. some really good stories about. Yeah, <laughs> get those uh, Machine Gun Kelly rape trial headlines ready, Rob. Oh boy, he's he's got them in a macro. You just have to change yeah. the names around. <laughs> All righty, let's uh, let's read some uh, some hate mail. Ooh, oh. And no hate mail. We got some feedback from our fans. You could, of course, if we talk about anything and you feel like, hey, I have something to say about this topic, you could always email us hate mail at metalinjection.net. Alexa, stop. What is going on? I thought that was your I mom. See, I somehow <laughs> triggered Alexa. Oh no, I said it again. Uh, Turn it off while you do the show. Alexa, show Rob, Megan Fox, and MGK porn. 
<laughs> I have headphones on. All right. So Rob's already uh, Rob, looking at that. Joke's yeah. on you. <laughs> Rob in England uh, asks, what do you guys think about Young Rock? I like it, but might be biased as I like anything The Rock does and have watched wrestling for over three decades now. I don't watch the news or media at all. Does the world still love Dwayne or are people over it? Because he's in everything now. I yeah, we talked about this a few weeks ago, yeah. but I liked it. I like the Young Rock. I don't like the weird uh, present day interludes and how it's all framed around a political career. It's oddly political, but also doesn't take any sort of political stance, good or bad. It's, it's very middle of the road, but all the flashbacks to when he was a kid and all the nostalgic wrestling footage is very, very good. And like they're like, there's definitely a love of wrestling there. And, and that part I really, really like. I still haven't seen anything past those two episodes that I had seen when we talked about this, but I just thought it was uh, very, like, not a single edgy thing about it, and it's just mm -hmm. not, not thought-provoking in any way. It's, like, very paint-by-numbers sitcom. You know, there's some laughs in it. It's kind of it's funny at times. It's like it's it's also cool to see who they got to play the old the wrestlers when they do the flashback yeah. scenes. That's the highlight for me, too. I agree. It's very paint-by-numbers. They're not revolutionizing sitcoms, but it's gimmicky, the twist though. of the, the wrestlers is kind of what keeps me hooked, I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, how long can you sustain it on that, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there's going to be at least one more season, I guess. Uh, Didn't he just we... put out a rap song? Uh, he has like a, he a, a half a minute what? verse on a, on, a, on, a, on a real rapper's song. On a Tech Nine song. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's terrible. It's terrible. Oh, boy. It's terrible. It's like right. dad rap. They just wrote for him. Stuff to say. Boy, but what is the what does rock rhyme with even? <laughs> nothing really can do with it it's <laughs> a good point it's like uh, one rung above like my name is Dwayne and I'm yeah. here to say oh my <laughs> god it's a little better than that but I said yeah. one rung better it's a little yeah. better. <laughs> that's okay, a little that's fair, fair. alright then uh, Israeli guy chimes in he says hi just wanted to comment on what you said last show tattoo were huge in Israel 20 years ago. They were even scheduled to perform in 2003, but canceled at the last minute. Mm. Me and my Russian friend from school knew all their lyrics by heart and everything. Oh my God. Hilarious. Having said that, I'm not sure they retain their charm by now. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah. All right. One of them's that, that like an anti-gay uh, bigot. Well, she's okay with lesbians. She just thinks dudes with dudes is gross looking. Right. She's an anti-male gay big. Yeah. Makes sense. No, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, well, it makes sense for a Russian woman to feel that way, I would say. I, I believe that. <laughs> does your mom agree? Speaking of Russian women, how does she feel about I don't the know. issue? I haven't, I haven't checked in with her. On What's her stance on tattoo? Yeah. I'll have to. I'll have to get back to you guys on that one. Uh, I also want to talk about the Metal Injection Livecast music break. Uh, it's a Spotify playlist that we do as opposed to actually taking a break during the show and avoiding any sort of copyright issues. We just throw what we would put in a break into a Spotify playlist, which you can follow. Just search Metal Injection Livecast. Uh, and each one of us pick a song. Oh, we should have got you to pick a song, Dan. Maybe you can do it on the fly right now. Now. 
Uh, <laughs> I get paid for this kind of stuff now. Oh, okay. Uh, look at these books. I get you want my now. opinion on music. We'll Start do uh, those checks, baby. We'll out. We'll, we'll let sell out by real big fish. Sure. That's your song. I'm sure your, your listeners will just fucking love a 1996 ska song for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah. What do you think I put on there every week? Do, 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 do. It's like Goldfinger, Real Big Fish. The Boston's. No, that's too, no. that's too <laughs> true. You don't like Boston, you said. <laughs> Only Slapshot. <laughs> so uh, I, I'll kick off the playlist. I picked Rusty Cage by Soundgarden. They just released this 25th anniversary reissue of Bad uh, Motorfinger. And I listened to it uh, last week when it came out. And it's such a great album. There's a lot of great songs. And Rusty Cage in particular, uh, one of the best Soundgarden, like one of the heaviest Soundgarden songs. There's this big breakdown in the middle with galloping guitars. And I'm always like surprised, like, oh, yeah, Soundgarden can get really heavy sometimes. And I love it. And I miss Chris Cornell. Rest in peace, a legend. So that's my pick. Sid. Uh, well, speaking of uh, rock and roll books, I've been reading Dave Grohl's new book this week. So I picked uh, the song God's Look Down by the band Scream, because that's the first song he wrote and released where he sings lead vocals. It's not the best song, but it's just an interesting little like historical footnote of a song. And the book's OK. It it, it feels a little too polished to, for me to believe that he actually wrote it. Like it's, well, you know, uh, really well written. What's coming out from the same publisher What's oh, that? It can't be. That's true. Sell out by Dan Ozzy so readers can buy both and decide yeah. which one was better written. I just couldn't think of it. it out of sight, out of mind, you know? Same publisher. He's kind of like my rival. <laughs> oh, colleague, shit. I didn't, I'm sorry. No, I no. It's send good. that book back. I, I like, I think the rivalry will help me. Should I start picking fights with Dave Grohl? Yeah. Like yes. famously nicest feud. guy. No, no, no. Start picking fights with people who buy Dave Grohl's book. Yeah, Sid. I'm just going to go to the know. Amazon reviews and people are like, this book was pretty good. And I'll be like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, one thing you do have in common with Dave Grohl, uh, good friends with Robert Pazzagini mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. have delicious meals together. You've, you've had a meal with Dave Grohl? No, Rob, Dave Grohl oh, the story again. Dave Grohl cooked for me. <gasps> wow. His famous barbecue. That's well, not oh, just me. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Me and right, 100, right. 100 other people at a backstage. Right. At the but he did single you out and say yeah, that he was he a fan of your work. You. He did. Yes. He's a big fan of my work. I don't, I don't want to keep telling the story. I feel very. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> like fucking liar. Well, we'll just keep alluding him. to it. I'll have to tell it to you in person, Dan, because it is truly a phenomenal okay. story. I just don't, I don't. We don't need to recount it here. But bless you, Dave Grohl. Bless your mother. Bless your father. No, uh, he doesn't like his father. Oh, that's okay. a major through line in the book. Any chance he gets to say nice things about his mom and bad things about his dad. He's into well, it. I know. I know he loves his mom, Virginia, Virginia, right? That's her name. He's from Virginia. I don't know if her name is Virginia. Rob's on his Wikipedia page now trying to. <laughs> yeah, we can see the screen reflected on your forehead. <laughs> I'm just looking at the index Virginia of my, my book. And oh, yeah, uh, yeah. he is mentioned on page 64 in my book. So, oh, you, know, know. You, you could get my book and get a little little girl, <laughs> but a, little, a lot of other stuff, too. Wow. Very academic. <laughs> Evan. Indexed, uh, oh, yeah. Bibliography. That's amazing. I was looking at it and it's, it's so fucking funny. Like, it makes me laugh so hard because I like 
sneaked in so much weird stuff and then like i'll have like morrissey and mudvayne on the same page <laughs> in my index oh, wow. like it's so weird i got That's kiss great. and then knapsack that makes sense <laughs> whenever i pick up the new dan ozzy book sellout i i after i read it several times i just i want to go back to the knapsack part yes. so i look in the index and there it is i look under k and there's knapsack I mean, the index is basically for people who are in the book, right? To like be like, let me see what pages yeah. I'm on. Okay, <laughs> I'll just read that. Darren, what was your so pick? Would, oh. oh, well, I felt a little bit self-conscious that we did a Patreon episode uh, trashing the shit out of Metallica's wow. covers album. Uh, the Black Album covers album. Uh, other bands covering Metallica. So I included a good Metallica song that I actually really like which is their cover of Stone Cold Crazy by Queen, which I think is probably my favorite nice. cover uh, that Metallica ever did. And it's from their, it's from their uh, Justice studio session, so it sounds like a Justice song. Queen done as a Justice song, which is very Noah. Cool. So I think from that Patreon episode or maybe a Thrash It or Trash It that we did, um, someone sounded like the guy from Filter. And then- Richard Patrick. Dan always reminds me of the 90s and I'm in Halloween mode. So I went to the Tales from the Crypt soundtrack and I chose uh, Hey Man, Nice Shot by Filter. Also on the Cable Guy soundtrack. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, you know that scene where he's like dunking the ball and like breaks the backboard? <laughs> that's uh, that's the song playing. Yeah, that, and that happens to be like one of my favorite soundtracks. Amazing. Uh, from I don't even know if movies do soundtracks anymore, but when they did, it was it was one of my faves. Awesome, right? Nice, and of course, uh, the Patreon has been mentioned. Night. I don't know if I said. Was that Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight? Hmm. Oh yeah, I remember that. I wanted to mention the Patreon. Of course, we have a Patreon where you can get even more Metal Injection livecasts. You can get video versions of our episodes and two bonus episodes a month. This month, as Darren mentioned, we're playing through the entirety of this Metallica covers album, the Metallica Blacklist. It's four discs of covers of the Black Album. The first episode, the first half of the ep the first part, we which is the first half of a two part <laughs> series. Is already up. It's currently up right now. You could hear us torture ourselves with the first two discs of the album. And we basically play a minute of each song and then kind of review it and say if it's worthy of your time, uh, worthy of our time. And then uh, this Friday, we're posting part two. And part two features all the Nothing Else Matters covers, which, oh, oh my God. God, brutal, brutal. I think I have, some, have friend, some, some, some friends on this. It's, there's like a hundred artists, right? So that's not surprising. Yeah, I'm like looking up who I know on this. Sorry, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> we had a couple of know guests her. that were that we've had on the show that were on there. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, Aaron Beam. Wait. Oh God. Sorry. I know you guys just said that you did this last episode, but they'll have like six people do Enter Sandman. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's brutal. The fuck is the point of this? Twelve. And nothing else matters. Yeah. That was. In a, well, the real bad thing is that the way the album's structured, they're all back to back. Like they don't. Yeah. You have to listen. You play this in yeah, order. Wonder, you have to listen to the twelve of the same song in a row. That's a good point, Darren. Like, I wonder if maybe we we wouldn't have been so turned off if the songs were just kind of like on shuffle. Yeah. Well, 
Why did they do it this way? I so bad. I don't know. I I think it it added to our episode though that we were more annoyed. I've been uh, quietly working on a covers album, and I found that one of the problems is that like everybody does jump at one song or whatever and you have to be diplomatic and be like oh we already got like somebody doing that do you want to do something else but metallica just was like yeah sure that's fine we can have 17 uh fucking covers of sad but true that's fine yeah and then there's some songs where there's only one cover yeah i don't i don't get the breakdown at all get a spreadsheet dude get a fucking excel (laughs) spreadsheet if i can figure this out yeah wait um so did you just give us an exclusive Ooh. Yeah, but I will not talk about it further because I have a lot of work to do. Dude, re- getting records pressed is like, I, I not a secret, is a fucking nightmare right now. It's insane. It's like yeah, a seven-month like turnaround time at least. Yeah. It's crazy. But, you know, if you're Metallica, you can just get it done overnight. Why so, is that? No, I'm sure it a- took them a while too. It's, it's not like yeah. I, they probably had it planned for a year. What's the holdup? Why? Well, the supply the, chain? the holdup is there's like basically three pressing plants left mm-hmm. in the country. Maybe I'm like the one that I'm using and most people are using is in like the Czech Republic, um, or it's it's a company based here, but they like work with a plant in the Czech Republic. It's I nuts. bet Lamb of like, God doesn't get their records pressed through that one. <laughs> it's like no nowhere to do it. Damn. Yeah. And so with the Patreon, if you want to join, it's five bucks a month, patreon.com slash metal injection livecast. And if you want to throw in a little extra, 10 bucks a month, you can become a top livecast fan of the week. You get all the $5 perks and you get a little shout out at the end of the show. So how, how should we do these shout outs? Kermit the Frog voice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to, I want to give a few shout outs to our top livecast fans of the week. I want to thank Eric. I want to thank no, I want to thank I want to thank Benjamin, El Duderino, <laughs> oh God, Dan R, Croc Destroyer, Sam I Am, Mindy Mayer Skipper, Jander, <laughs> Shasur Sususits. You're losing Dallas. it. <laughs> I want to thank Rob Vampiro, Hugo Likes Tacos, Lando Banks, Lacroix, Doug Pigman. Davis, Cl- <clears throat> Davis Klauski, <laughs> Scooby Doo 182, Douglas, how are you, Levison? Hey guys, it's Josh. Those are our top live cast fans of the week. Patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. Thank you. I thought in the middle of that, you you sort of morphed into uh, anti Iron Maiden concerned parent. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Has a little Kermit in there, I guess. All right. Well, that is our show. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Dan, for, for being a part me. of the show. Sellout is the book. A bunch of great essays about bands. No, it's not bands. essays. Don't listen to Rob. Wow. It's not essays. What is it? It's extensive research chapters, full chapters. You've never seen anything like it. No essays. All right. Rob. Sorry. <laughs> Sellout.biz. That's the, that's the address. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week.